0: Live on the Freak Radio Network, rulers of the motorsports empire, broadcasting live from the Lucas Oil Studios, Budweiser, the king of beers, presents the Freaks. Motorsports Radio, with Kenny Sargent and his freaking pit crew, stat Man Carruthers.
1: We ain't going nowhere, baby.
0: And the baddest bitch to wrap it around two wheels, Crash Gladys. Mm, hello there.
2: We'd like to welcome in the Freak Nation to a Grand Theft Auto post-debut weekend. My name's Kenny Sargent. You got Crash Gladys, Statman, Carruthers. Here's your Jags freaking hotline, 8669 Freaks,
3: 866-937-3257. What are you laughing at, Mr. Havasu?
2: One oh. mic, one room.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Don't we love technology?
2: Oh, Yeah. Yeah, we sure do. And Dale Earnhardt still does not have a win.
3: Dale it must Julius. have been those
4: resources at Hendricks that he wanted so much. Oh, those yeah. multiple resources? Those <laughs> multiple resources at Hendricks,
2: yeah. Hey, who would have thought that, what, 10 races, 11 races into the season, that Jeff Gordon, Dale Earnhardt, and Tony Stewart would not have a win in the Cup Series?
4: And that Jeff Gordon would go from first place to out of the playoffs. Yeah. A, a, year, a year ago, he was in first place in the points and uh, now after Richmond a year later you need a GPS to find him
3: uh, exactly that's oof. please don't tell me it's because he's had a baby
4: uh, it could
2: be yeah. he's got a
4: wife now you know no no yeah, no, you know, no, hey, no no w- wives have a way of getting your undivided attention at the least <laughs> opportune time and is mm-hmm.
2: that undivided
4: attention multiple yeah, sources right. of cash yeah right <laughs> said the man who hasn't been married in 25 years <laughs> <laughs> or ever
2: <laughs> Now in the Speed Freaks Pits, we're going to be talking about so many different things for the next 120 minutes. It it seems like the last four shows, five shows, we've gone from one end of the spectrum to another. And I mentioned Grand Theft Auto. Of course, it was released, what was it, uh, Monday night, the 29th? Tuesday, Tuesday, the mm-hmm. Grand Theft Auto. We're going to have a little segment in here where our official gamer, Mountain, he's going to come in here and has some reviews for Grand Theft Auto. That's coming up in the next hundred twenty minutes. Actually,
3: I have not followed GTA one, two, or three, but I'm starting to get into Grand Theft Auto Quattro. It actually is a lot of fun. It's a freaking movie yeah. that lasts years. There's so much you can do with it online, and it's just it's like it's a real life movie. Yeah, I love it. I'm I'm into it. I'm I'm hooked.
2: That's true. Real life movie with prostitutes, six pound burgers, and mummies. Oh yeah, are zombies?
3: Zombies? Yeah, that well that you gotta be you gotta be one of the elite if you're gonna become a zombie in GTA 4.
4: But we'll tell you how to do that. Yes, yeah, we will. because Mountain is part of the elite. That's
2: right. <laughs> Also coming up the Speed Freaks pits Ashley Force, the first female NHRA Funny Car winner. Last weekend, she did it. She's going to be coming in the Speed Freaks pits. E.J. Viso, IndyCar driver, just completed his rookie orientation for Indy 500 this weekend. He's going to be in here. NHRA winner, Funny Car winner, Tim Wilkerson, and points leader. Probably the most unknown name points leader in...
3: uh, Are you serious? Who the hell
2: knows who Tim Wilkerson is outside of this station?
3: Oh, a lot of people in his state of Illinois. And you know what? St. Louis, this was his hometown race.
5: That's right. Yeah. Yes, he
3: only lives about an hour wherever Springfield, Illinois is. It's in the middle of Illinois, and I think it's about an hour and a half from the St. Louis, St. Louis uh. track.
4: A lot of people
3: okay, knew Okay, I stand him.
2: corrected. 43 other people know oh, who Tim Wilkerson whatever. is. Statman had to ask me to pull out the GPS to find out who he was.
4: Yeah, Tim, <laughs> Tim has been on. He knows where the Freak Nation is. He's been in the Freak Nation once or twice. Yeah, Not so in Tim a long time,
2: Tim Wilkerson, NHRA Funny Car winner, he's going to be here in the Speed Freaks pits. Colin Brown, NASCAR Truck and Busch Series driver, driving for Roush Fenway Racing, he's mm-hmm. going to be here in the Speed Freaks pits.
3: You got it. Sat on the pole in Mexico City in the Busch race and finished third last weekend in Kansas. Did they, in the they interview
2: his parents when he was yes, running in Mexico? Yes. I think so. Yeah, his mom was pretty nervous. I know the first time he was in the
4: Freak Nation even he told us later that uh, he kind of wondered are they serious
6: <laughs> <laughs> so hey, he probably, he probably I wasn't old dad.
4: enough he probably wasn't old enough to be in the freak nation when he was in the first time
3: hey, we 19 had 11- years old right now 19 right
2: now. Yeah, he, he was
4: he was he, i think he was barely he was barely 15 the first time he we came on had
3: show. last weekend an 11 year old carter so you can never be too young to be in the freak nation
2: yeah so, Colin Brown, who's going to be here in the Speed Freaks Pits. Again, a little Grand Theft Auto discussion, grand theft, grand theft Auto 4. And Eric Mark, Eric Skidmark's going to be in here from our Dallas affiliate, checking in, our new freaking correspondent from the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Going to be talking about multiple sources. You heard Statman lead to that. And also, we're going to talk talk about trying to keep it real in motorsports commentary. I saw Boston Legal, Statman. I saw Boston Legal for the first time Last week or week before last, I'm not a big drama guy. Or that's uh, a good show. Yeah, it's a good show. I'm not saying it's these are bad shows. It's just when I, if and when I'm at home, I'm not. I just don't plant myself in front of the TV, Mm -hmm. (laughs) especially when TiVo's run out. But I caught Boston Legal, and it reminded me of something in motorsports. What we've done here in the Freak Nation for the last eight years, trying to keep it real on different levels. Boston Legal, they kept it really. (laughs) Real with William Shatner. And we'll share that with the Freak Nation coming up next hour. And Eric Skidmark's also going to be a part of that. We got some big time giveaways. We have Daytona 550th anniversary DVDs are going to be giving away and more fat head sunglasses. Just keep the numbers handy. The JEGS freaking hotline, 8669 freaks. Jegs. And the freaking text, 25827. That's 25827. Keep that Handy. Well, what you w- have
3: to do, you have to text the word well, freak. Don't, don't give to that it to number. them yet. Yeah, no, well, no, no, you no, know no. how we
2: get the crazy people out there thinking we're, thinking we're giving stuff away already.
3: We're not giving anything away right now, but here's the deal, Kenny. The way texting works is if you want to be on our texting list, it doesn't matter when you text the word freak to 25827. We get it. When we actually give something away, we're going to have you text the word freak nation.
2: There's okay. A difference. Th- thank you. I understand that, Crash, and I look, I I do pretend to be illiterate at times and I am illiterate, <laughs> but I just don't want to give it away just yet. It's like huh? stat and you and myself know it's called a tease. You got to keep people hanging around. It's, okay. it's like it's cooking okay. up the burger, not having the happy ass bun wrapped
4: a tease around it. She she just <laughs> gave it
2: away. Sucks!
3: Hey, they're allowed to get on the list between now and when we give it away, but they're not going to win it All right, so
2: Daytona 550th anniversary DVDs and some Fathead sunglasses, the official sunglass of the Freak Nation, got those to give away. Now in the Speed Freaks Pits, NASCAR Truck Series and Bush Series pilot. Having it here a couple of times before stat, you think? Was it two, three times? Oh, yeah. He's been, he's been in
4: several times, especially the first time when he was uh, barely 15.
2: Running some sports cars. Would you please welcome back to Speed Freaks Pits, Colin Brown. What's up there, Colin? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Dude, it's hey. been a long time since you've rolled in the Freak Nation.
7: I know. It's been forever. I was going to say, it must have been the last time I was about, I don't know, 16 uh, years old, I guess, was
2: the last time I was on. You see, typically we have the NASCAR Truck Series winners here in the Freak Nation on Sunday nights. You see, that's your problem, dude. Go out and win, will you?
7: Oh, come on. Yeah, in have been trying. We caught on the pull-down of Mexico City, and I thought we had a car to win, but uh, I guess we didn't quite have a car to win. We got a penalty there on pit road, so... Uh, I would like to win, that's
3: for sure. Colin, don't let Kenny talk to you like that. Just say, I'll call you in two weeks when I win in Charlotte.
2: Hey, sounds like a plan to me. I'll call you every time after every, every time I win. That sounds like a plan. Well, don't mind if I don't take your phone call. Oh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Colin Brown, NASCAR Truck Series, Bush Series pilot, joins us here in the Speed Freaks pit. man, go right ahead. You like being in the uh, stock cars?
4: I, I saw you a couple of times last year when you were in the Rolex uh, the DP cars with, uh, was it, Crone Racing, but uh, you like being in the stock cars?
7: Oh, I love driving these stock cars. You know, uh, my whole team, my number six, Collins Freight, 4FM50 team is awesome. You know, they're such a good group of guys, and I'm learning so much. And, you know, the stock cars are so different to driving the sports cars that I'm used to. Um, so it makes it a lot of fun for me. You know, I get to learn a lot of new things, learn how to race these trucks, and just something so different and so new, I'm really enjoying learning.
4: You like, what's the biggest issue, those little skinny tires that they have in stock car racing or the big weight or uh, the way the guys bump you around when you go down the track? Uh, I would say yes to all that right there.
7: <laughs> um, um, for me, I mean, the stock car weighs 3,600 pounds, while my sports car weighs 2,200 pounds. So, you know, the stock car is a lot heavier, like you say, a lot taller tire. You know, it has, uh, obviously, the race on the ovals where, you have these veteran drivers out here like Mike Skinner and Ron Hornaday and Jack Sprague and those kind of guys. And, you know, they have so much experience. They've been doing this, you know, longer than I've been alive, basically. So there's a lot that I have to learn. And certainly, uh, you know, I'm trying to learn as much as I can, but, man, those guys have a lot of experience.
4: Colin Brown, is there anybody helping you learn some of that stuff? Well, for me, my own teammates
7: here, at Rush brenner they have been helping me a lot. You know, Carl Edwards and Greg Biffle and, and David Reagan, my own truck series teammates, you know, Travis Quaffle and uh, Eric Donnell, those guys have been helping me out quite a bit. And I've really learned a lot from those guys, and I really appreciate the time they've taken to uh, to help me out.
2: Colin Brown, NASCAR Truck Series, Bush Series pilot here in the Speed Freaks pits. And, Colin, it's no secret that your mom and da- dad have really helped you get where you are and devoted a lot of time to to putting you in this truck. Has it gotten to a situation, however, in the past when you said, Mom, Dad, relax, let me me go out to the movies by myself?
7: (laughs) Well, for me, I lived out in the middle of nowhere in Texas until I recently moved to Charlotte. Wow. um, You know, after I moved to Charlotte here last September, it's been, I guess, a little bit of separation anxiety from my mom because... I know I have my own house now, so I can go out and pretty much do it whatever I want whenever I want, I guess. So uh, whoa, whoa, I can go to movies by myself.
2: Yeah, Colin, <laughs> that's, that's Colin, a big thing you, you just your said. own house at 19 awesome. years old? Yeah,
7: I've got my own house. And, uh, you know, uh, my parents, uh, uh, like you say, I guess I can go to
3: movies when I want to. Yes. <laughs> that is cool. Now now tell me that you have your own boat and you live on Lake Norman, and I'll be there in a minute. Yeah.
7: Don, no, no boat yet. Don't live on Lake Norman. Not plan on living on Lake Norman. I, you know, I'm one of these guys. I go to the shop every morning, 7, 8 o'clock in the morning. I'm at the race shop, and, you know, I stay till 3 or 4 in the afternoon. And, uh, you know, I just want to be one of the regular two guys working on the truck, trying to make myself better. And uh, I don't want to be out pounding around the lake in the afternoons. I want to be working on making myself a better race car driver.
3: Colin, wait a minute. I, I want to get to that because I kind of sort of – I haven't really grown up with you, but I knew you way back when, when your dad worked for Team Scandia, and that was an IndyCar team, Champ Car team that I worked for at the time as well, and you were, you were always very intrigued about what the mechanics were doing, what the engineers were doing, and that has carried through the years, and I think that's, that's something that's pretty remarkable, because that will only make you better. Well, thanks,
7: yeah, I mean, you know, like you said, my dad... Um, he was a race car engineer, so I grew up in the sport. And you know, he was one of these guys. Whether if, if I wanted to go and race, he I guess forced me to learn about the mechanical side of things, which I'm glad he did because it really paid off. And I really enjoy that side of things now. you um, to took a little shove in the right direction there, but now I'm I'm loving learning about the mechanical side of things and how these stock cars work. And you know, when we were racing go karts and formula cars as a family, we put all those cars together and work on all those cars and go karts. So I've learned a lot about it, and it, you know, I'm just I like to think of myself as, uh, you know, not necessarily the driver of the car. just, you know, I like to think of myself as one of the guys on the team trying to make this team win races, and uh, I want to be part of what's going on in the shop every day and be interested in all that and uh, just be
4: part of it. So what does Colin Brown do when he's not at the racetrack? You say you try to leave the shop around three or four. Do you go to the movie? Do you uh, go read a book? Do you uh, go chase women? What do you do when when the, the day becomes yours?
7: Well free when the baby comes mine, I used to go back to my house and uh and work out uh, after after work I guess and um yeah, after that not too much just hang out and uh you know try and and relax for a little bit of few hours that I have a night before I go to bed and wake up and do it again
2: colin look i'm I'm about twenty twenty five years past nineteen years old. Listen to me, but I still remember when I was nineteen. <laughs> you live a boring life at nineteen years old no, if that's all not. you freaking do, dude. Oh, what can I say, man?
7: I, I want to drive race cars, and that's that's my uh, that's my main focus, I guess. Wow.
2: Again,
3: Colin, don't let Kenny give you any crap. Give it right back well, to Colin him. Well,
2: Colin knows when he rolls in the speed freaks, we keep it real, right, Colin? <laughs>
7: Hey, I agree with you guys. You know, I, I have a girlfriend, so I hang out with her at night, and that's what, you know, I always make it interesting
2: and fun, I guess. Aww. Nice. Collin Brown drives for Roush Fenway Racing in the NASCAR Truck Series, NASCAR Busch Series. You had the poll there in Mexico. Hey, CB, good luck to you for the rest of 2008, and let's get your happy ass back in here after a Truck Series win, all right?
7: Sounds great to me. I'll be looking forward to calling you after Charlotte and talking to
2: you guys again. Aww. All right, Connor. good luck to you. Good to get you back in here guys i appreciate it all right colin brown nascar truck series nascar bush series driver here
3: we got to give his brother a little plug too it's uh his younger brother is a writer gosh i almost said an artist he's a writer very talented writes for auto sports is it Autosport or auto week i think it's Autosport. and he's also published a couple of books very very talented writer just a, just you know that family all together is a great family
2: that's Crash Gladys. You got Statman Carruthers. My name is Kenny Sargent. Here's your Jags Freaking Hotline: eighty six sixty nine freaks eight six six nine three seven thirty two fifty seven. When we continue, Ashley Force. She's going to be here in the Speed Freaks Pits. Yes, the daughter of John Force, who won his thousandth round round win d- yes. one thousandth round win today when he won yeah. the first
3: round. <sighs> That's. Spectacular.
2: 14-time NHRA phony car champion, the daughter of Ashley, the daughter of John Force, Ashley Force is going to be here in the Speed Freaks Pits. Got a Statman scad coming up, your Mopar Motorsports Minute. The Mountain, he's going to be in here talking about Grand Theft Auto for his freaking review. Eric Skidmark is going to be in here. Going to help us keep it real with multiple sources. But coming up, <laughs> Ashley Force. she joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. More coming up.
5: Racer magazine.
1: Oh, groovy, baby. Hey,
5: where are the white women at? The
1: freaks.
3: NASCAR went off in Richmond this weekend, and how about it? Hometown boy Denny Hamlin took the Bush Series race, and, well, <laughs> he probably should have won in cup as he dominated that race as well. But it was not to be, as it was also not to be for one Mr. Dale Earnhardt Jr., So what do you think, Freak Nation? Is Dale Earnhardt Jr. all that he is cracked up to be by the Junior Nation? We might be talking about that next hour. The win in Richmond in the Cup Series after a green-white checkered ended up going to the ultra-pro golfer, as we speed freaks know him, Clint Boyer. The Supercross race win went to Chad Reed, and the season championship went to Chad Reed. It's pretty amazing what this guy has gone through riding the last couple of races with a broken shoulder, I believe, fractured shoulder, He is probably celebrating pretty nicely right now at the banquet in Las Vegas. Congratulations, Chad Reed. Rookie orientation went down today in Indianapolis for this month's Indy 500. Ten rookies all passed. The all four phases. Yeah, that's nice English. How about it? With willpower being the fastest. Yet to make it through the process with only tomorrow to do so. Literally, they can't do anything if they don't make it past tomorrow. Are Jay Howard, Mario Dominguez, Mario Murray and possibly C.R. Cruz. Also, big congratulations to Team Switzerland as they took the A1GP championship. Freaks.
0: Speed freaks. freaks. It's motorsports. Male enhancement. Gone bad. Holy Look at that thing! Real bad. Speed Freaks. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. Redefined. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined.
1: This is Budweiser. This is the authentic American lager. This is a recipe used for over 130 years and the freshest beer in the store. This is hand selected barley malt from the golden fields of the Great Plains. It's a precise blend of two-row and six-row barley for the perfect balance of flavor and refreshment. This is the choicest hops grown in the Willamette Valley in Washington and Oregon, and Bonner's Ferry in Idaho. Hops chosen for their aroma, flavor, and character, and hand-blended into each brew kettle. This is every batch Beechwood aged for three weeks Produce a -a one-of-a-kind smoothness. This is Budweiser. This is the great American lager. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri.
2: Hey, Speed Freaks, it's Kenny Sargent, giving you the guarantee to stop your leaks in power steering units with Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak or your money back. It corrects rack and pinion problems, and Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak is totally effective in reducing slack, squeals, and hard spots in worn rack and pinions. Your results will be immediate and long-lasting. Quit wasting your time and money. Get Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak guaranteed to stop seal leaks in power steering units or your money back. Swing by
5: your favorite auto parts dealer and pick up some Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak Hey, this is Matt Land with Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. At Dixie Chopper, we understand that productivity is a function of horsepower over time. That's why we've spent 28 years developing the world's fastest, the most economical, the most environmentally friendly lawnmower in the United States. Go to DixieChopper.com to find the closest dealer to you. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of the Freak Nation. <laughs>
2: This Freakin' Segment is brought to you by Continental Tire and the Ultimate Adventure Sweepstakes. Drop by your favorite tire store, purchase four Continental brand tires valued at $499 or more, and you'll get a Magellan RoadMate GPS system. Continental Tire, the official tire of Speed Freaks.
4: America's overall drift king is Sam Hubinette, a two-time Formula Drift champion and the all-time record holder at 16 event wins, and he's done it all with Mopar. The crazy Swede, now an American citizen, was born a snowball throw from the Arctic Circle. Drifting was second nature, because the country was covered in snow eight months of the year. For Sam, drifting remains second nature, and he only knows one way to do it: a lot of speed, a lot of smoke. Just go all or nothing. Sam and his new forms team spent more than. He year developing the big blue Dodge Charger, but while they're building his new Dodge Challenger, he's back in familiar territory until further notice. Running the Viper, we have been so successful that we want to kind of continue that success and stay solid with the Viper. Sam finished second at the Formula Drift season opener in Long Beach, who is on his way to getting back the championship. He appears to win every two years. Sam and Mopar, the Drift Kings.
6: This This is the Mopar. Mopar.
4: Remember, the performance is by Mopar.
2: Crash Gladys, Statman Carruthers. I'm Kenny Sergeant. You're back with the Freaks. Your Jags freaking hotline, 8669 Freaks, 866-937-3257. Check out the website, speedfreaks.tv. You can also email pitcrew at speedfreaks.tv. Got some fathead sunglasses to give away coming up. And Daytona 500 50th anniversary DVDs also coming up. Ooh. Also joining us here in the Freak Nation, Ashley Force, NHRA. Funny Car Winner is going to be in here momentarily. NHRA funny car winner from this afternoon, Tim Wilkerson's going to be in here. And I said Ashley Forrest, she's the first female funny car winner. We're supposed to have her in here last week, but she just got so partied out, so <laughs> freaking partied out that Woo-hoo! we said, look, let's get Ashley Forrest in here so she she, so she can spend some time with the Freak Nation. A girl that Statman, Crash, myself have seen over the last gosh, eight, nine years just grow up right in front of a step. Speak
3: for yourself. I, I went to the banquet with her when she was, I think, in middle school. I went to the NHRA banquet with her. Oh, she was probably twelve or thirteen. What? Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Ashley was twelve or thirteen years old when you went to the banquet? You know, actually
3: she might have been younger. This would have been nineteen ninety four or nineteen ninety three.
2: Yeah. Ashley, how old were you
3: 94?
8: in ninety four? In ninety four? Yeah. <laughs> You're asking me to do math. <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, I was 12. Yeah, yeah she was 12 years
2: old. So, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome the first woman to ever win the NHRA Funny Car class. Good to get her back in here. AF, Ashley Forrest. Hi, there. Hi, there. How are you guys
8: doing? We're
2: doing good. It's like I was teasing the, teasing the Freak Nation, Ashley. I said, we didn't want to get you in last weekend because, you know, so many people were pulling at your hair and, and then some. We wanted to get you in here to where you could catch your breath and actually just get down here in the Freak Nation. Is that all right?
8: That is fine. I'm so sorry. We were, we were, it was a crazy night. Tonight I feel a lot better. Able to talk a little easier.
2: <laughs> Ashley Forrest joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pitch with Statman Crash Gladys. And Ashley, we're going to try and get around all the questions that everybody asked you when you took that win. Your dad celebrated, let me get into this, your dad celebrated his 1,000th round win this afternoon, and you being a driver, and she
3: prevented him from doing that last, last week. week yeah. By and taking you the win. a you being
2: a driver, and I know it's cool to win races, but going rounds, damn it, going rounds is what it's about in drag racing. How big of an accomplishment is this for your old man with a thousandth round win?
8: It's a huge accomplishment. I mean, we're you know each round is such a huge victory for our rookie team, and to see him go a thousand rounds, I can't even imagine. it. He's been out here a long time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> how many round wins? Have, how many rounds have you gone, Ashley?
8: Oh, I don't even know. Well, for the first time, I went four rounds last weekend in Atlanta, and that's all good to me.
2: <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. We're making you do math here in the Freak Nation. Sorry about that.
3: Yeah, stop it. She's <laughs> supposed to have fun in here. Not, school's way over, right, Ashley? Yeah. Yeah, I graduated from college. I'm done with that. I haven't had a math class in a couple of years. <laughs> well, actually, I, oh, shoot, I actually might make you do math by asking you this question. Is your towel, your victory towel, still up on eBay? Because I know last I saw, that was several hundred bucks.
8: It is. It's still um, on OldSpice.com. You can go on to eBay, and they're auctioning it off. And it, I think it's one of the few um, Old Spice victory towels that has makeup and Powerade on it. I don't think there's too many others of
3: that. <laughs> Tony Stewart definitely doesn't have makeup, or at least I hope no. he doesn't have makeup on his Old Spice I
8: towel. I have,
3: some, I have some good questions to ask him if he does. Oh my God.
2: Ashley Force joins us here in the Speed Freaks pit. Statman, go ahead.
4: Ashley, do you miss being on TV and uh, the TV show that you and your family did?
8: Uh, truthfully, I like, um, being away from it. I loved doing the show and the people that filmed with us and our producers, they were, they were great people. We're good friends with them, but it was a lot of stress, you know, to be filmed all the time. And, you know, you, ha- you want your privacy. And I didn't realize how valuable that was until we did the reality show, but it was, it was a good time in my life. I have a lot of good memories, but I can't say that I completely miss being followed around <laughs> did 24
4: seven. Did the people really get in the way? You know, some people think that, A reality show is real reality, but just the fact that somebody's there takes it out of being a reality, doesn't it?
8: It does, but when you do it constantly, every single day, it truly becomes normal to be filmed, and and you're not realizing it as as much as maybe the first month that we were filming. And they really tried to, to portray us as real as they could. They thought... Drag racing was so exciting and so unpredictable, and they thought, we don't even need to create stories. You guys have them already in the world of the career that you guys do. So they really tried to keep it as real as they could.
4: Is it coming back?
8: Uh, for now, we yeah. haven't been filming. We haven't filmed in over a year since Eric's accident. So as of now, no, but I never want to say no positive, you know, permanently because you never know what's going to happen. We've talked of it. We even talked of doing a cartoon, which I think would be a lot of fun to see smoke coming out of Dad's ears and when he's mad and everything <laughs> like that. So, <laughs> you know, some kind of show maybe eventually we could do again.
4: You told me once a long time ago, Ashley Forswood, in one of our first conversations – that the first time you had a chance to go against Dad in the finals, that you were going to look over there and maybe wink at him or something and let him know that you were his daughter and try to get his mind off of things. Did any of that stuff come up when uh, you finally had a chance to run against him in the finals in Atlanta?
8: It really didn't. I always thought, you know, that maybe I'd mess around with him a little. And I actually messed around with his team a little. In the stage lanes, we had some time, you know, to, to have that time to goof off. And I actually got onto the radios and I talked to his crew chief, Austin Coyle, who I was in his wedding when he was married to Lisa Coyle, and I was their flower girl. And so I got onto the radio. I was five years old at the time when I was in their wedding. And I got onto the radio last Sunday, and I said, do you really want to beat your flower girl? You know, (laughs) cute, and in in your wedding. And he got on, he said, he only said one word, Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> that's all I got from them. <laughs> I knew they were down to business. But when it came down to really racing, there were so many other distractions with the weather, and they started our cars and they shut them down that it wasn't maybe a, the normal scenario where we'd get on the radio to talk to each other. We were we were more concerned with the track. Was it dry? Was it, you know, should we be running on it? So I, I didn't joke with Dad as maybe I would have in another situation.
2: Ashley Force, NHRA Funny Car winner last week in Atlanta, joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. A lot of comparisons. In fact, more comparisons than smoke comes out of your dad's back behind. (laughs) Compared, comparing you to Danica Patrick and what Danic, what what kind of publicity Danica Patrick's getting versus what Ashley Force is getting, and the phone calls that she may be getting instead of Ashley Force. Have you gotten any phone calls that you didn't expect after this win in Atlanta? Some big time phone calls that we've gotten, uh, that you've gotten that maybe people haven't heard about from maybe the president of the United States. (laughs)
8: <laughs> no, no president of the United States. So Bastard. he was here in St. Louis this weekend when we were racing. We were maybe thinking he'd stop by the racetrack. I don't know, oh. he didn't, but we thought maybe.
2: Bush, um, Bush so, was <laughs> Bush was in St. Louis.
8: He was. He flew in. I think either Friday or Saturday morning. I saw in the news at ten thirty a.m. He landed here, and we were all excited Jeez. he might stop by the racetrack. We could give him a little, you know, dose of nitromethane, but it, it didn't really happen. sucks.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no. He's intimidated <laughs> because your car goes faster than Air Force One on the runway, so nah. he's just intimidated. Seriously, though. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, no, hey, know-
2: Ashley, how do you stop? How do you, st- do you just ignore all these comparisons to Danica Patrick that she got the win before Ashley Force?
8: I do. That's a completely different kind of racing than I'm in. I know nothing about that kind of racing, and I really, I've never met her. I don't know anything about her, and that was the pretty much constant question i got as soon as i won was everything about annika i thought good for her i'm proud of her good for her that she won that race that's a big milestone it's great for any kind of lady to win in any kind of motorsport and um, i think people want to create problems and tension between drivers and teams and we have enough in our own you know pit trying to go around and win races that um you know any other gal that does well in any category i'm proud of so i was glad for her that that she accomplished that and i you know hope to get that as well in the following week we got it in atlanta and we were happy for us but for any gals you know i'm never gonna hold anything to them i think the more the merrier and females competing and and dominating and in, in racing i think that's just great
3: ashley this is crash and i am all for that i am absolutely all for that and i, I still hear criticism though and it really is makes oh it just makes me so mad after danica's win i heard so many people you know the old time media is what i'm going to call them say oh it was a fuel strategy race she still can't win legitimately and then i heard freaking idiots after your win some people saying oh her dad laid down for why can't you and danica you both won legitimately you both won honestly why can't some people just give you that victory why do they have to be so jealous i'm the
6: dude man
3: I think there's always going to be negative people in anything,
8: in in any person, male or female, that when you succeed and you do something well, you're going to have the people that are happy for you and the people that aren't happy for you. But um, hopefully Danica doesn't listen to any of that. I know on, on my side, I don't listen to that. I know I raced my dad in an honest run. I know he wanted that win as much as I did. And I know she won that race. It doesn't matter, you know, the details of it. All those other people that she raced with were trying to get that win, and she's the one that got it. So you got to always think of that and see the big picture and hopefully she'll win more races. Hopefully we'll win more races and we can prove ourselves. I think that's that's what it's all about. we gotta we got to win more and show it wasn't just a one-time thing that we can do it again. Good job, Ashley.
4: Ashley Force, you uh, took some lessons, some driving lessons with Ford at uh, Miller Motorsports Park outside of Salt Lake City. Did any of that you're making your bones in drag racing? Uh, did any of that roundy round stuff turning corners? Did any of that have any appeal to you? No, I did not like turning corners at all.
8: <laughs> really, I truly. No, I Sauce. had a blast. I loved it. Um, the people there, the instructors were great to us, and I was very nervous going into it. Um, I had I didn't have any experience in that kind of racing. I had only ever raced drag racing. And so to come into there and not really know what I was doing, I was leading the points at that time, and I felt like, man, if I screw this up, everyone's going to make fun of me, that I'm the leader of the Funny Car Points, and I, I can't even drive these cars on Turtle Track. But the instructors were great with us. They were very patient, and they took me out, and they showed me. You know, it was a learning course. That That's why we went, was to learn about that. We don't know about that kind of racing. We don't do that kind of racing. And it it really gave me respect for those drivers. Um, It's a completely different world than what we do in NHRA Powerade Drag Racing. But I see the struggles, the ups and downs that they go through in the short time that I kind of learned about their racing in those two days. Um, and that Ford gave me the chance to see our other kind of teammates in NASCAR and, and other kinds of motorsports, what they do. And it was amazing. It was a lot of fun. I was very happy to get back into my funny car, though. <laughs> I felt more comfortable. I had my crew guys there to strap me in because at the at the Miller Motorsports Park, they you know we strapped our own selves in, and I didn't know how to do that. I've never done that in my life. I always had people who sat me in, so I was happy to return to my team and
4: my car, but it was a fun experience. Rest assured, I've talked to many, many, many uh, NASCAR drivers who know that we deal in the world of drag racing. To a man, they don't have any women, any success over there at the cup side, to a man, they will find the time on a weekend to get in front of the TV and ooh and ah about the concept of acceleration from zero to 300 plus in a quarter mile. They would love to be able to do what you do, so don't feel like you're playing second fiddle to anybody in and the right. in the turning left and right.
8: Well, it's amazing that you know, for being both for being race car drivers, we're all commonly race car drivers, but we have such different worlds. They go for more length and consistency maybe, where we're going for very short distance but as you know, fast as we can possibly excel so we can learn things from them and they can learn things from us but i think you could truthfully say you, a drag racer would never want to jump right into one of those cars as much as one of one of those drivers would, would never want to jump right into the top seat of a top fuel or a top you know a top funny car Car, um, because it's different from from what we know and what we've been trained to do. So they're both amazing. They're, you know, it's it's exciting. We want. I know a lot of my crew guys. They like to watch those other kinds of motorsports on TV and fans of a lot of drivers. And it's exciting to see because it's similar to us, but it's yet yeah, in another way, it's so different than us.
2: Ashley, before you get out of here, after your win, how many F bombs and S bombs did your old man drop? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> it was
8: surprisingly, he wasn't. He wasn't that mad. It was a really late night for us. Um, We started the race usually when the final round starts, and we ended the race at 8 or 8.30 at night, and then, you know, there was the winter circle and all that kind of stuff, so it was a late night for our team. They'd been there all day long since very early in the morning, and my dad was exhausted, you know, but he was so excited for us and happy, you know, for my team and I, and he was very calm. It was surprising. I mean, he's usually crazy running around. He must have had too much power right
2: now. <laughs> oh, I know your old man. He had to drop one F-bomb and S-bomb in there out of excitement. Come on, Ashley.
8: <laughs> oh, every now and then. He actually did today. He got his 1,000th round win. And they brought him up onto the podium on the starting line for all the fans, and he dropped one there.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, Ashley, I know people have been picking at you for the last week to get you on their shows. Darling, thank you for taking time out and coming to the Freak Nation. Yes.
8: Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm sorry that last week was crazy, but I'm glad to be on tonight and have a little more energy maybe for you guys.
2: Nice. (laughs) Well, tell Denzy we said thanks a lot, man.
3: Denzy and Elon, and, and we are so proud of you, girl. Just congratulations on all levels. Thank
2: you guys so much. (laughs) See you, Ashley. See you
3: guys.
2: Have a good night. Ashley Forrest, your winner from Atlanta last week and the first woman to ever win in the NHRA Funny Car Series. Shirley Muldowney did it in Top Fuel and so did Melanie Melanie Troxel. Troxel. Mm -hmm.
3: The Kristen... No. Kristen Pell never won won a race, I don't think.
2: Mm -hmm. All right. When we continue, we're going to go open wheel. E.J. Viso, rookie IndyCar pilot. He's going to be in here. Going to check in with Eric Skidmark out of Dallas, our new freaking correspondent out of our... Dallas affiliate, will have 105.3. Mountain, he's in here, going to give us his take on Grand Theft Auto 4. It involves prostitutes and the Statue of Liberty, kind of.
3: Watch out for Michelle, by the way.
2: Got your stat man, Scott Moore, coming up the Speed Freaks Pits.
0: Four out of five Kevin Harvick fans drink milk through a straw. (laughs) Radio. Radio. This freaking segment is brought to you by Lucas Oil. From oil stabilizer to fuel treatment to synthetic oils for all makes and models, Lucas Oil has the products to meet your needs. Log on to lucasoil.com now. Lucas Oil, the official lube of Speed Freaks. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined.
2: Hey, Freak Nation, it's Kenny Sargent with Speed Freaks. And now the exterior of your motorcycle can match the internal performance that you've come to expect from Lucas Oil. It's Lucas Slick Mist, and it's the perfect quick detailer for any application you can think of. Specially formulated for safe interaction on paint, glass, vinyl, even Lexan. Lucas Slick Mist, showroom shine in a bottle. Available at AutoZone and other fine automotive retailers. Lucas Oil Slick Mist, the detailer for speed freaks.
4: You're wrong. What's happening? The Freaks want you to be as hip as your kids on the Internet, computers, and that new MP3 player. Just go to iTunes.com or SpeedFreaks.tv, and you'll find links to subscribe to the Freaks' new podcast. Way to go. It's easy. There's buttons and everything. You want your kids laughing at you? <laughs> I just believe it's easy. <laughs> iTunes.com or SpeedFreaks.tv. Send stuff to a friend. Don't they always send you stuff? Hey, man. Subscribe to the Freaks Podcast, audio and video, at iTunes or SpeedFreaks.tv.
2: Later, dude. Continental Tire has launched the Ultimate Adventure Sweepstakes. Purchase four Continental tires valued at $499 or more, excluding taxes, fees, and road hazard policies, and you'll receive a Magellan RoadMake 1200 GPS system. You can also enter to win a Range Rover Sport customized by West Coast Customs. Enter in-store or online at ContiSweeps.com. No purchase necessary. See website for rules. It's the ultimate adventure from the official tire of Speed Freaks, Continental Tire.
1: This isn't some other beer. This isn't a Bach, an Ale, a Stout, or a Pale. This isn't a Cherry Wheat or a Berry Wheat, and it doesn't taste like chocolate. This isn't some trendy microbrew. This is the perfect balance of flavor and refreshment. This is Budweiser. This is the great American lager. anheuser Bush, St. Louis, Missouri.
2: This freaking segment is brought to you by Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. Try one out today at your local Dixie Chopper dealer. To find the closest dealer to you, go to DixieChopper.com. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of Speed Freaks. You're back with Statman Caruthers Crash Gladys. I'm Kenny Sargent. Your Jags freaking hotline, 8669 Freaks. Email pitcrew at speedfreaks.tv. Last weekend in Kansas, IndyCar race, EJ Viso made a hell of a name for himself. Rookie driver EJ Viso. Made a hell of a name for himself. Danica Patrick, who got her first win in Japan a a couple of weeks ago. Called E.J. Viso out.
3: Yeah, she said in her post-race interview, she said, ah, E.J., I, I don't even know who that is.
2: Because he came down on her in the race yes. in uh, Kansas, right? Almost yes. wrecked her. He
3: had a great first half of the race, second half. There are a couple of errors. But, hey, he's a rookie. Yeah,
2: I know he's a rookie. And also, Ed Carpenter, IndyCar pilot, who Statman says was, had the car to win that race in Kansas last well, week. Well, he could yeah, have been
4: winning. in the top five easily. Right. He was running third at the time when E.J.
2: stopped in his pits. E.J. Viso stopped in Ed Carpenter's pits during the race, the wrong pits, the wrong pits. This is Ed Carpenter just after the mistake with E.J. Viso stopping in Ed Carpenter's pits.
9: I had a podium car easy in this idiot Viso. You know, I don't know if he's never done pit stops before, but he's about 200 or 300 feet bit pit further down pit lane than me.
2: Now joining us here in the Speed Freaks pits and making some noise with Ed Carpenter, Danica Patrick. Damn it, hopefully he gets to do it with his car. Would you please welcome E.J. Viso.
10: Hey, how are you guys? I'm very happy to to be on the air with you. Yeah, as you say. Uh, I think now Danica knows who I am, and that's good.
2: <laughs> hey, EJ, a lot of drivers like to make their name, like to put their name out there because of their driving ability, not because the freaking superstar Danica Patrick likes to call them out. Well, I don't mind what she said, uh
10: I don't know. I think she didn't like that a rookie overtake her in, in just in his uh, second race ever in a novel. That's what she didn't like. I mean, I didn't do anything strange, just that. and I'm sure she didn't like it. Yeah, with the Carpenter stuff, yeah, there was a big confusion confusion in the radio. I just got traffic into the pits, guys coming out, uh, and the guys in the radio told me to look for the yellow sleeve. So as soon as I saw the chief mechanic of Carpenter waving the hand. I just I was looking for a yellow sleeve, and he got one, so I, I went in. It was a couple of bits earlier than mine, but, yeah, I lost uh, it. I screwed his race, and, yeah, I felt bad about that, but nothing I could do. It's just a, one of those mistakes uh, that they're easy to do when you're under pressure, and everything was new for me over there.
6: Aww.
4: So, E.J., Viso, you were in uh, a line towards the F1. You ran in GP2. Is the Indy 500 big on your radar, or is that bigger than maybe wanting to run at Monaco or any of the other F1 stops?
10: Well, if I tell you the truth, uh, before before starting to to do Indy, I never watched a oval race in my life. <laughs> I came, yeah, I did this uh, test in November with a with the Champ Car because I was I was going to do Champ car this year, and uh, everything was pretty good with these guys, with the HVM and minority racing, but at the end it didn't happen, and the marriage came, and I got no option, but in the car. So everything, I knew that just a week and a half before, and it was so crazy, like all my plans were to do Champ Car, I was, I was in the simulators and learning the tracks and all that, and suddenly everything changed, and I'm here in the Oval, Indy 500, Everything's going to be new for me. I, I really never thought about Indy, just not these last two or three weeks that everybody's talking about Indy 500 is the greatest thing you're gonna be in your life. Oh, wait skills, a minute, blah,
4: EJ, blah, 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 blah. EJ <laughs> wait a minute, it sounds like you're disappointed. You're not disappointed to be running in the Indy 500, no, are you? I'm,
10: I'm really, really, uh, I mean, this is really nice for me, it's amazing, no, but I wanna, I, what I just wanna tell you is that this thing was not in my plans, Aww. and uh, I never thought about it, and everything came together at that last minute, but for sure I'm really happy. I love this place and just looking forward for the big event. So far, I don't know how it's going to be, but it seems to be huge.
2: It's EJ Viso, IndyCar Pilot, rookie IndyCar Pilot here in the Speed Freeze Pits. He made his name because Danica Patrick called him out, and then Patrick, excuse me, Ed Carpenter called him out. Both of them indie so car drivers. What? Crash, go right ahead with EJ.
3: Let's give EJ some props, okay? His first oval ever was Homestead. And then, yes, he might have had a couple of things go wrong in Kansas. But EJ, you started 17th, and within just a few laps, you were already up running in the top 10. That's pretty damn good. And then let's give you more props. Today at Rookie Orientation, the whole program, you're second fastest. So I think you're actually adapting to these ovals pretty damn well.
10: Yeah, it's a, it's a big work between me and the team. We're a small team, and we're really hungry of victories and success. And, yeah, I think we're, doing the, we're pointing in the right, the right direction, and I'm pretty excited. I think Indy, I have a good feeling, and I think it's going to be good.
3: Well, EJ, I know we were talking a little bit before we got you on on record here and we started recording your interview, but you just tell your crew chief, your your team manager, Daryl Fox, he's a friend of Speed Freaks, you tell Daryl Fox to start taking you around downtown Indianapolis, Club 6, maybe a little Ike and Jonesies, and start to get familiar with the hot ladies of Indianapolis, and you'll be fine the whole month of May.
10: Wow. Well, that's going to be maybe not tonight. I'm testing tomorrow, but <laughs> for sure it's going gonna, it's gonna to be soon.
6: <laughs>
3: okay, no no problem, and I'll see you on Carb Week. I believe Kenny and I are at least are going to come on in there, and we'll make sure you're all acclimated before that race yeah, really take, kicks off.
10: Yeah, you two should take me out when you're here.
3: Take you out.
2: EJ Vizzo joins <laughs> okay, us good. here in the Speed Freaks Pits, and EJ, do you know what huevos means? No. You, you, uh, uh, a man, a man has big waybos to run on oval. Yeah. And of course, EJ oh, Viso talking it. about waybos. I had to cut it. We <laughs> got to tease it, man. Go to our website and hear the full interview with EJ Viso, rookie Indy car driver showing some waybos.
3: Starting tomorrow, starting Monday morning, when we will continue.
2: Be all continue Eric Skidmark and more oh, coming geez. up. The Speed Freaks Bits. Why'd you cut it? This freaking segment is brought to you by Mopar. More than just the original equipment supplier of parts and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles, Mopar is an attitude, a culture, a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world. Mopar, the official performance of Speed Freaks. You are listening
0: to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined.
2: The name Mopar is
4: family, synonymous with the glory days of drag racing maybe two generations ago. But a new
2: generation is discovering Mopar, its tradition, and its bright,
3: Perhaps more than any other company, Mopar has been uniquely successful at bringing its proud heritage into the 21st century.
2: Today,
4: Mopar is more than just original equipment and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and
2: Dodge vehicles. Mopar is an attitude, a culture, and a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world.
3: On the street, at the track, or in the backwoods, Mopar rides with you.
2: Mopar, it's more than the OE supplier and parts and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge. Mopar's imprint is rooted in the biggest names of motorsports, KCK and Don Schumacher Racing, Big Daddy Don Garlits, Drifting Champion Sam Hubenet, and more. It's a family of teams and drivers representing the awesome attitude and culture that Mopar has come to symbolize. You got a Chrysler, Dodge, or Jeep in your stable? Then do what the pros do and go with authentic Mopar parts. Log on to Mopar.com to find out more. Mopar, the performance in Speed Freaks.
5: This is Matt Land, the voice of Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. Would you like to do something on the weekends other than just cut your grass? Would you like to go boating? Would you like to go golfing? How about spend a day at the races with the family? Well, you can do more of those things when you buy a Dixie Chopper. To find us, visit DixieChopper.com and click on Dealer Locator to find your friendly, fast Dixie Chopper dealer closest to you. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of the Freak Nation freak
2: nation i know you're familiar with lucas oil for your trucks and automobiles but did you know lucas has your motorcycle oil too for years lucas has been blending high performance motor and gear oils for the racing industry that led to the development of true racing oils that far exceed all manufacturer specifications and can outlast other oils up to four times on the track or on the street if you're a street cruiser or one that runs it wide open on the dirt get lucas high performance motorcycle oil today check out lucasoil.com for more information lucas oil the official oil of the freaks (laughs) 97.1
5: 97.1
2: <laughs> Hi, everybody. This is Ted Musgrave, driver of the number one Mopar Dodge. And can you believe it? We're listening to the Speed Freaks. God help us. You're back with the Freaks, Stepman Brothers, Crash Gladys, and Kenny Sargent. Sargent? Sergeant, man. Your own, la- oh,
3: God. Yeah. Your own last name. Your own
2: last name. All right, here's your Jags freaking hotline. Got some Daytona 500 50th anniversary DVDs to give away. Thanks to our good friends there at A&E Home Entertainment, which is available in stores now.
3: Let's give away Cinco in honor of Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, happy
2: Cinco de Cuatro to Woo-hoo! you.
3: Cinco de Cuatro?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's the fourth. What?
3: The fifth, the fourth? Yeah. Huh? So, so yeah, That's in Scotland, by the way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what what do we say? Uh, Feliz Nueva. Feliz Nueva Cuatro. No. James. Yeah, I guess. Feliz Nueva. Happy
3: All new right, Freak Nation, four? here's your
2: number. What? eighty-six sixty-nine Freaks. Since it is Cuatro de Mayo.
3: Feliz Cinco de Mayo.
2: Feliz <laughs> Cinco de Mayo. We got four. Mañana. Daytona Daytona 550th anniversary DVDs giveaway. First four callers, 86-69 Freaks. James. Eight six six nine three seven thirty two fifty seven. That's eighty six sixty nine freaks. You're taking home at Daytona five hundred DVD fiftieth anniversary Daytona five hundred DVD courtesy of AD Home Entertainment, which again is available in stores now. Coming up, we got some fathead sunglasses on the freaking text, but that's that's about twenty twenty five minutes away. What crash?
3: Nothing. I'm just laughing. Feliz cinco de mayo mañana. That's happy cinco de mayo tomorrow. Today, what'd you, what'd you get Quattro in there for? Just because today is May 4th? the fourth.
2: Because today is the fourth. Why do we celebrate Cinco de Mayo if it's the fourth? We got to celebrate. Uh, when you celebrate. I don't give a damn. It's the fourth right now, so we're celebrating Quattro <sighs> de Mayo. Because some people have to work on Mondays. <laughs> yeah. you know? right. And I heard something coming in that <laughs> Southern California is it was it was it California Mountain or was it the United States that celebrates? There's more celebration going on in the United States with cinco de Mayo than there is actually in mexico Here's california yeah that's that's entirely possible yeah, yeah. The,
4: Cinco de Mayo is a celebration of a victory of some rebels against the French army in the eighteen hundreds yeah and it you know it when you say that it doesn't make sense, but you know that's what it is, and oh, it's yeah. probably a bigger celebration in the United States than it is in Mexico. Don't me. <laughs> well,
2: you know the United States, any time we can find a reason to drink or party or have a Monday beer. off, yeah. You know, there's plenty of Irish here. Well, okay, we got St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. What about French? We don't... Screw the French. We don't Bastille celebrate. Day. Bastille Day. Bastille Day. There you go. <laughs> That's a good reason to drink. Yeah. French fries. Hey, yeah. you know.
3: Everything is a good reason to drink, usually.
2: Well, if you're listening to our... Dallas affiliate, Live 105.3. You hear this guy all over the place. He's a producer for the Bugs and Kelly show on Live 105.3. We're going to have him here in the Freak Nation from time to time, bringing us some insight that only Eric Skid Mark can, be, can do from his uh, his Skid side. <laughs> Eric, you there?
9: Happy Cinco de Cuatro. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Skid. Hey, Skid,
2: do they, do they still celebrate Cinco de Mayo like they used to back in Dallas where they would shut down Greenville Avenue or shut down – Uh, downtown Dallas area, just throw down some mad partying?
9: No, basically it's a marketing tool to sell beer now. But uh, they they do do stuff in the bars. Actually, I came back from a bar just earlier tonight doing an appearance there. But it's not nearly as... uh as uh, prevalent as it used to be now. Were they, was it uh, Cuatro de Mayo? Yeah, Cinco de Cuatro is what she said.
6: <laughs> can you believe that? <laughs> the fifth, the I laughed
9: out loud. I said, "I was sitting here. I was like, oh, man. So that's, yeah, the, that's, that's, the, that's like, the fifth
2: or fourth. No, hey, that's can like
9: I ask that, you guys a question? That's Why?
4: celebrating the Audi automobile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, you have, if you want to celebrate an A4, it's, A4. A sec- yeah, it's Cinco de Cuatro or whatever oh. it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. What's that, Skid?
9: Hey, why does Colin Brown, uh, the NASCAR truck pilot, why does he have a girlfriend, first of all? Second of all, why does Ashley Force have to be engaged? And uh, third of all, can uh, E.J. Vizio be my new best friend? He's awesome. Yeah, how about that, man? Show <laughs> us know,
4: Ashley, Ashley did ask about you, Eric, and we said he'll be on later, so she's listening somewhere now if you want to say hi to her. <laughs> Hello, Ashley Force. Yeah, wow. she, 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 w- she was here. all uh, hot and bothered. She said, don't, don't, let, don't tell my boyfriend. Actually,
6: <laughs> you know, I
2: think even Ashley Force would have a little more class to date some dude named Skidmark.
4: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and
2: it's not because of my
9: great track presence, I'll tell you that much.
2: Oh, boy. <laughs> Hey Skid, I sent you out on a few things uh, uh-huh. this past week, and uh, just to, to, to give the Skidmark side of things in, in motorsports, and there was there was one thing that came up in your research, and a good friend of the Freak Nation, Marty Smith, who statman at one time was with NASCAR.com, and I believe is with ESPN now, motorsports reporter. Yeah, he's right? with ESPN now. Yeah. yeah, and Skidmark found something on on Marty, and, it, and it's according to multiple sources, <laughs> Ma- Marty Smith has plenty of multiple sources when what was. What was going down with the whole Tony Stewart debacle? Skill? Well, he was
9: the one that uh, that actually landed the the scoop on the Tony Stewart might be possibly leaving Joe Gibbs Racing, right? Okay, and he was breaking the news on NASCAR now, I believe. I think it was Wednesday of last week, and uh, he didn't reveal who is who his sources <laughs> were necessarily, but I'm I
2: guarantee you he has lots of them. This is Marty Smith from ESPN reporting on the Tony Stewart possible defection from Joe Gibbs about a week and a half ago, quoting his multiple sources.
11: Uh, Multiple sources tell me that Stewart has indeed begun discussions with Gibbs officials about his future with the company. And multiple sources tell me, uh, multiple sources close to the situation tell me that Stewart has requested to be released from the final year of his current driving contract at Gibbs, but multiple sources tell me uh, he does want to, uh, to head on. These same sources tell me that Stewart is intrigued by the thought of team ownership. These sources also tell me is of extreme importance to Stewart. He always has raced for General Motors in his career, and he would really like to get back uh, into a Chevrolet, according to my sources. But, again, uh, my sources tell me he wants out early.
4: Stepman, who would those sources be? Oh, well, I don't know. You know, the, the funniest thing about this this whole deal is this news conference that Tony had. Mm-hmm. You know, and They went on the air saying that he's already asked out of his contract, they put the super, the the text on the screen that said, Tony Stewart has asked out of his contract. Right. And Stewart said three times on the air, <laughs> I haven't asked out of my contract. <laughs> so that, and they kept saying that. And finally, somebody in the studio said, are you listening? So they took the graphic down and they changed it. But then just they kidding. Went, when they got back to the studio, Tony Stewart's asked out of his contract. I said, nobody's <laughs> paying attention in this thing. Not even uh, Marty Smith's sources. <laughs> they were just following the big story, huh? Yeah, they were just, everybody was just following Smith's sources, and nobody was paying any attention to
2: the source.
6: Yeah, <laughs> yeah the one and only source, well, we got the Skidmark
2: man. checking in from our Dallas affiliate live, 53 with some insight into motorsports and Stat crash. We're talking there in our, our pre-production meeting about how we, for the last eight years, have wanted to keep things real in in motorsports. And Skidmark knows this, uh, working with him in Dallas. How the Freak Nation likes to keep things real. And I know Stat Man, you like Boston Legal, right? The drama. Yeah, the drama. Yeah, it's
6: a good show. It is a good I show. I don't watch it's a whole show. lot
2: of I don't, I don't watch a whole lot of TV to begin with, but for some reason. I stumbled on Boston Legal last week, all right?
3: You were trying to get to Dancing with the Stars, I, I would, assume.
2: I don't watch the Dancing with the Stars <laughs> stuff now. I don't watch a whole lot of TV, Just all admit right? it. I'm not going to admit crap, Crash. <laughs> but I stumbled on Boston Legal. It has John Larroquette. It has Spader. has, who's Spader? What's Spader's first name? James Spader on there. And, of course, William Shatner. And, and the cinematography was just fabulous on this. I could tell that something was coming up during their, it was, it was like a pre-trial meeting stat, man, where all the, the lawyers were sitting around the table, and, I, and it just looked like something was going to happen to Shatner. And this is for real. This happened on, on Boston Legal, which reminded me, w- w- uh, with motorsports, how some of the announcers just don't keep it real. Unlike on Boston Legal, they do keep it real. You may think you have some idea of what it's like to argue before the Supreme Court. Trust me, you do not. This will be the most difficult, the most high-pressure courtroom experience you'll ever encounter. And, Steph, man, the camera went right on William Shatner when they showed him laying down the gas. I promise you, I didn't throw that fart in there. That was on Boston Legal. Steph, that was on Boston Legal. I thought, that's beautiful. That's keeping it real. I mean, attorneys pass gas. Do they? (laughs) Do they bill you for it when they get finished? (laughs) It's five (laughs) hundred dollars per. I mean, I mean, attorneys pass gas, and I thought, now why don't we have some of that in motorsports? Whether it's a, an announcer and a modified Marty race, Marty Smith and his sources. M- yeah, Ma- Marty Smith <laughs> and his sources.
4: Well, they did. It, was it last year at Watkins Glen when Tony jumped out of the car and couldn't take time for the yeah. interview and had to run to kind of hose himself off before yeah. he could talk to the people? Yeah. So maybe, maybe that's when he made it too real. Yeah.
2: Well, but Skidmark, leave it up to him. He was able. To what happened with the Aaron's 499 Skid Mark? How did you get a microphone in there with Joy and Waltrip and the gang as they were calling that wreck?
9: Well, I'm crafty, that's right. all there is to it. And uh, I, I had an opportunity, I seized it, I, I used my multiple sources that I have about there. <laughs> in the nation, and I I put this together, and I I actually got some secret audio that nobody else caught.
2: At Talladega, the Aarons 499 with that big wreck took out like 12 or 15 cars. This is Mike Joy, Darrell Waltrip, and the gang keeping it real, according to Eric Skidmark here in the Freak Nation. Final lap, Kyle Busch, Montoya, Hamlin, Reagan, Brian Vickers, they're crashing in the back of the
5: pack. Reagan Smith up the wall,
2: tears up Elliott
11: Sadler, look out, blocks are flying everywhere.
2: Actually, that wasn't Mike Joy. The game that was that was MRN stabbing. Yeah, <laughs> that's why. And, uh, Oops. <laughs>
4: that was that was uh, who's the guy? Randy LaJoy, who pulled up in front of two hundred mile an hour cars going sixty
2: five. Yes, <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> right.
4: Took out half the field.
2: That was amazing, Skid Mark, <laughs> how you were able to get that audio from MRN during the Aaron's 499. And they were really they were keeping it real, weren't they? Well, Talladega,
9: Talladega Super Speedway has been, always been really kind to me out there, and they, have, they give me the full access. <laughs> so I was able to set up these, mar, these mics at least two weeks ahead of time. And so. stat, again,
2: the, all this the started, and I don't watch a whole lot of TV, but when I saw William Shatner blow gas on <laughs> Boston Legal, I thought, why can't they keep it real in motorsports? Yeah, absolutely. You know, do they acknowledge it during the during the show? <laughs> the the camera goes up real tight on Shatner and he kind of gives that look like, mm, yeah, it was me. And then they cut <laughs> oh my and, God. It, and then John Larroquette puts his head down and Spader looks to his right like, did did Sp- <laughs> Did,
3: did he just do that? Did
2: Captain Kirk just lay gas on, on. Boston League? I wonder if that was in the
4: script or if that just happened that he decided to keep it. You know, wouldn't that be wild? And you know in
9: the, in the booth, in, in these broadcast booths on, on MRN, PRN, even in the Fox uh, booth, you know that they are laying out gas sometimes. And they Absolutely. all have to just sit there and smell it
2: and keep a straight face. That's true. That so I, it, true especially where is it uh Stata crash the oh, Martinsville, with where they're eating those hot dogs directed oh, rockets. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, the
4: classic is when uh what's it uh one of the drivers told me once on a on a a, a uh, endurance race that he jumped into the car from his other guy and it splashed into the seat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Apparently that's a, a major problem in the endurance racing. <laughs> At least he splashed and it didn't just like get stuck in the
2: mud. It got yeah.
4: It Became its own mud. <laughs> yeah.
2: All right, Skidmark, you had uh, you, and, and and we had actually Force on earlier, as you acknowledged, and we talked a little about a bit about John Force dropping some S bombs and some F bombs after her win in atlanta but you actually caught up with john force i think was it after an actual run in atlanta or or a race or two earlier was that yeah it this was,
9: was uh, i think after he actually finally qualified so this is uh i think his third session
2: yeah, so. I think this was John Forrest in Atlanta after he qualified for the race. And, of course, they did the top-end interview on ESPN with John Forrest. And this is, this is John Forrest, just, again, keeping it real in motorsports. NHRA 14-time champion, John Forrest, keeping it real here in the Speed Freaks Pits.
11: It's a great time in our sport. Tom Compton, the president, announced this morning that NHRA, uh, 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 with Coca-Cola, announced a new uh, sponsor for 2009, Full Throttle. It's Full Throttle or Go Home. And they ain't sending this old man home because you know why?
2: Wife won't let me come home. Man, John Forrest keeping it real here in the Speed Freak Spits.
4: Maybe that's why they canceled his TV show.
2: (laughs) Skid, it's just amazing how you're able to keep motorsports real with with, with some of these interviews and highlights from from TV and radio. Well,
9: there I had to be live because, of course, I, I I was mic'd at Talladega Super Speedway. Uh, for the uh, MRN broadcast, but, but, the, but here I was actually there live and I was sneaking behind John Force and I was just trying to get the audio drop, you know, I just wanted to get the, the actual reaction from him. And, you know, you, you, sometimes your microphone's too good.
2: And it all started this past week on Boston Legal when I saw Captain Kirk, <laughs> Captain Kirk, pass gas on national television. You may think you have some idea of what it's like to argue before the Supreme Court. Trust me. You do not. This will be the most difficult, the most high-pressure courtroom experience you'll ever encounter.
6: I can't believe they kept it in.
2: And like any
4: good director, what did or... he used to tell the guy at Star Trek, "Is
5: more, more speed." <laughs> <laughs> Full thrust thing, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, they had problems with Klingons during that time.
2: That's true. <laughs> That's true. I just think about it, Skidmark. If 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 you're a Star Trek fan and you see Captain Kirk on Boston Legal, pass gas. Does that deflate the everything that you worked up to, up to admiring this guy, so to speak? Yeah, <laughs> <You know? laughs>
9: that deflates it. I, I absolutely. But you know what? Actually, not really. I think that keeps it real. You know. I think that makes everything perfect.
3: Yeah, Kenny, that's like asking, does John Force farting in the interview last weekend, does that deflate your image of him? Hell no. No, it doesn't, but it,
2: well, it deflates his belly. That's all we're going to say.
3: And that, Thank God for that. But
2: uh, Crash, Stat, Wheels, Triple F, we've tried to keep it real here in motorsports, yet sometimes in, in network television, i.e., well, I, I'm not even going there because we'll probably get banned from radio <laughs> if I say that. They try. They. They sometimes they. They're just too. They're too real. Or, or, huh? Yeah. Well, they, you know what? Th-
9: you see that in NASCAR all the time, Kenny. You know the the, the, the where they keep it too real. You know. I think you, you said it all the time. Pink uh, pink shirts and khakis, right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Why 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 pit reporters in motorsports wear khakis, pink shirts, and blue sport coats? It, it's still beyond me.
3: <laughs> that is <laughs> not, not real. Yeah. Well, the fire suit is a little over the top for some series as well, though. I yeah. mean, and that's your come female,
9: <laughs> then it's hot.
2: Well, Skid, Mark, Skid, this is a hell of a debut for you coming to the Freak Nation. We'll send you out on a on another assignment to see what you can bring in here in a week or two, um, all right? Cool, cool. I'm looking for uh, some uh, unusual
9: motorsports to maybe go on assignment for so. and <laughs> stuff.
2: Well, just, just keep it real, will you? I will. I'll keep it real, absolutely. Happy single to Quattro! <laughs> Hey, guys, oh. check him out with Pugs and Kelly on our Dallas Fort Worth affiliate live 1053. Eric Skidmark. Every afternoon. Skid, thanks for coming in, my friend. Thank you. All right, Skidmark checking in. Keep it a real stat, man. Hoo-ah. Cinco de Quattro.
4: Yeah. Every, every Audi dealer everywhere is happy about Cinco
2: de Quatro. That yeah, five speed A4 right there. Woo-hoo! Oh, man. I'm not even going to touch the Dale Earnhardt Jr. topic, you know, as the guy overrated. Gosh almighty, we kept it real.
3: <laughs> okay, enough For, of the realness. Yeah.
2: God. All right, when we continue, we are going to keep it real. with <laughs> Real NHRA funny car winner from St. Louis. Tim Wilkerson is going to be here in the Speed Freaks Pits. And we got some fathead sunglasses to give away. We're going to do it with the freaking text and keep it real. Oh, man.
3: <laughs> That's what we should have them text us. Freaks keeping it real.
2: That's true. All
3: right, gonna well, continue. To text,
2: NHRA, though. Funny Car Winner, Tim Wilkerson in here. And Mountain, he's going to be in here with his take on Grand Theft Auto 4. Prostitutes, what's?
3: $60 hamburgers. Liberty, Liberty City.
2: Liberty City, right? Yeah. Liberty City. All right. Grand Theft Auto 4, his take, Mountain's take. Coming up, Speed Freaks Spits. Awesome.
5: Good
4: evening you've been selected to receive nothing but this get from the stand.
5: The new car of
4: tomorrow has created some unintended consequences in NASCAR Sprint Cup racing this year. First, I continue to believe the guys are driving more recklessly because the car's advanced safety lets them emerge from most accidents without injury. That's obviously good, but guys without fear, doing fearful things, only raises the level of danger on the racetrack. But I believe this will be a good thing in the long run. We're seeing different names at the front of the line early in the season. Right now, there are three different names in the top 12 that weren't there a year ago. Greg Biffle, Ryan Newman, and Juan Montoya are 8th, 11th, and 12th in points. After Richmond last year, Jeff Gordon, Matt Kenseth, and Kurt Busch were first, third, and ninth. Now you need a GPS to find them in the points. The new car was supposed to open new doors for new teams by equalizing the competition. That's happening. But if the equalized competition creates the potential for restrictor plate crashes every weekend, what do we gain? Peace. Speed Freaks.
0: American, <laughs> Idols. American Idols. For the, real, for the real, man. real man. Or was that queer eye
2: for the race guy? <laughs> ah, who cares? Go make me some eggs. Speed
0: Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined.
2: Speed Freaks is brought to you by Budweiser and the Casey Kane Number 9 Budweiser Dodge Charger. Budweiser, great American logger.
0: You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined.
1: This is Budweiser. This is the authentic American lager. This is a recipe used for over 130 years and the freshest beer in the store. This is hand-selected barley malt from the golden fields of the Great Plains. It's a precise blend of two-row and six-row barley for the perfect balance of flavor and refreshment. This is the choicest hops grown in the Willamette Valley in Washington and Oregon and Bonners Ferry in Idaho. Hops chosen for their aroma, flavor and character and hand-blended into each brew kettle. This is every batch Beechwood aged for three weeks to produce a -a one-of-a-kind smoothness. This is Budweiser. This is the Great American Lager. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri.
4: The name Mopar is family, synonymous with the glory days of drag racing maybe two generations ago. But a new generation is discovering Mopar, its tradition, and its bright future. Today, Mopar is more than just original equipment and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles. Mopar is an attitude. On the street, at the track, or in the backwoods, Mopar rides with you. After all, Mopar is family.
2: Continental Tire has launched the Ultimate Adventure Sweepstakes. Purchase four Continental tires valued at $499 or more, excluding taxes, fees, and road hazard policies, and you'll receive a Magellan RoadMate 1200 GPS system. You can also enter to win a Range Rover Sport customized by West Coast Customs. Enter in-store or online at ContiSweeps.com. No purchase necessary. See website for rules. It's the ultimate adventure from the official tire of Speed Freaks. Continental Tire. 97.1 97.1 This Freakin' Segment is brought to you by Continental Tire and the Ultimate Adventure Sweepstakes. Drop by your favorite tire store, purchase four Continental brand tires valued at $499 or more, and you'll get a Magellan RoadMate GPS system. Continental Tire, the official tire of Speed Freaks. You're back, you back with the Freak Stepman Carruthers, Crash Gladys. I'm Kenny Sargent. Coming up Mountain, our official gamer, he's going to give his insight to Grand Theft Auto, give you some keys on how to get inside the Statue of Liberty, also known as what, Mountain? Statue of Happiness. How to get inside her heart, her beating heart <laughs> on Grand Theft Auto. And what was it, two years ago where prostitutes were pissed off at Grand Theft Auto San Andreas? Mountain, Mount, get on the mic, will you? Yeah, I think it
12: was two what, years. So was, was it two? Everyone's always been pissed off at Grand Theft Auto. Yeah.
2: And we, there's access, and some people that are pissed off at Grand Theft Auto 4. We're Hold on. To... We're
3: in What's the it? middle of a presidential race, and I know you folks in Indiana and North Carolina get to put out your little Democratic votes on Tuesday. Props. To Barack Obama because he did not put the game down, but instead he did the right thing, which was telling parents, basically, you do a better job of parenting. It's not the game's fault. Right. It's parental Faults if it's if your children are actually blaming the game for their bad behavior that's awful so good job Barack Obama uh,
2: where did you hear that soundbite it
3: was CNN or something this, yeah, week. Yeah, it was, this week it was earlier this
2: week it was when the game was released Barack <laughs> on Grand Theft Auto nice yes well nice. he's right
3: it's don't well, blame I'm not the game denying that don't blame the freaking game and he said it's not the game's fault it's it's a, it's parenting these I've days. said that
2: about metal and rap music my entire life yeah, Quit exactly. blaming the freaking source the parents just do your freaking job and turn it off
3: exactly. Exactly. Go, Barack. Go vote for Barack. Don't do what
2: Ozzy did and bite off, <laughs> <laughs> bite off
6: the a bat. Uh, the right.
4: <laughs> Ozzy's brain has been disappearing
2: slowly ever since then. <laughs> Got some fatheads sunglasses to give away. Log on to fatheads.com. That's fatheads with a Z, the official sunglass of the Freak Nation. You can text us. Freaking text. To two five eight two seven text freak. Yeah. Text right, the word freak. Text the word freak. Two eight no two five eight two seven twenty five eighty two seven. Text the word freak.
3: What For, it what it spells, two five eight two seven spells the word clubs. Right. So text the word freak to the word clubs. Simple enough. Yeah. All right. And what do you want, the tenth text or something like Let's that? Let's do the
2: tenth and eleventh. We got it we got a couple of pair yeah, of okay. fat head sunglasses to give away. Tenth and eleventh text to clubs. That's twenty five eighty two seven. Text the word "freak." You're going to be taking home some fathead sunglasses. Real quick, I want to get to a gentleman who's been listening to us for a number of years, listening to us live online in Canada. What's up there, Brad? Brad, oh, no. Did I cut you off, Brad? I cut his happy ass off. The guy's been listening to us online for eight years. And is this the guy awesome. from Regina.
3: Yes. Yeah. Oh, Saskatchewan. He's yeah. Hall yeah. of Fame
2: dude. Yeah. We haven't heard from him in a while.
3: I know. Speaking so you of cut
2: him, so yeah, I cut him off. Yeah, Speaking go, of Kenny. some guy we who we haven't heard from in a while, and thought we we're going to hear from his last his ass last week. Would you please two welcome two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, back to the Speed Freaks pits. He's got himself a win. That's so nice. NHRA Funny Car winner. Hometown from St. Louis. Tim Wilkerson. What's up there, T Dub? Okay. Wilkerson, are you there?
3: This has to be our phones.
2: Is is this our phones that are giving us the grief here? Let's try it again. All right, right we'll, let's see. Wilkerson, are you there? Tim Wilkerson. Oh no. It is our phones this here. This is us. I see I start bagging on Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> and look what happened. <laughs> and and, and somebody
4: grand thefts the phones.
2: Great.
6: <laughs> <laughs> so instead of
4: GTA,
2: we have GTP here.
6: <laughs> Wilkerson, are
2: you there? God, this is insane. I see him right there on the, I know. On, on the hole, but he's not coming up. Tim right.
3: Wilkerson, second one of the year. Takes over the points lead in Funny Car, and then we stiff him?
2: Yeah, that, that's that's usually not how it rolls here in the Freak Nation. Tim Wilkerson, who the St. Louis track... If you get your geography straight, he's from, he's from just the other side of the border, right, Illinois? He's, I believe, a Springfield yeah. guy, yes. Right, and this is considered his home track even though it's a different state.
3: It's actually in Madison, Illinois, which is right across the river from St. Louis. But it is, yeah, it's his home state. It's only about an hour and a half drive, I believe.
4: Right. Yeah, I mean, it, it, Tim has been around a while, and he wins Definitely. once you know, once or twice a year or something like that. But uh, Tim is, is really good people, especially he's good to us. Yes. He always invites me in to me a cold drink or something and we go to his hospitality suite. Or something. What's
6: that? Yeah.
4: You know, I mean, Tim is good good people. Anybody (laughs) who treats me good is good people.
3: What I really love about Tim Wilkerson is that he has such a loyal fan base. He's got people that they made up their own t-shirts a couple years ago from the, obviously copying from the Got Milk campaign, they made Got Wilk W-I-L-K, the first four letters of his last name and it just took off and tons of people in NHRA just started buying these shirts and Hello. they're just a very loyal loyal fan base.
2: Speaking of Got Wilk I think we got Wilk so back <gasps> here in the Bye. Speed Freaks Pits. Tim was that your phone that was giving us all that grief? Uh, can you hear me? I got your happy <laughs> ass. Congratulations uh, on that win in St. Louis my friend. The guys from Mopar build your phones? Is that what's up with that? Oh,
6: Wilkinson. Ouch. Ouch. Oh.
11: That's,
7: a
2: Chev- that's a Chevrolet winner talking.
6: Oh. oh. oh
2: don't, don't get me going about my chip builder and my computer. Ouch. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Good to get you in here finally, my friend.
11: Thank you. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. believe it or not, I to set my alarm to do this. Well, I'm just, a hard guy, you know.
2: You had, to oh. s- you had to set your alarm to wake your ass up or just to remind you to call in?
11: Just to wake up, <laughs> I am wore out. I don't know. I'm telling you, I'm getting too old for this.
4: Now, wait a minute, Tim. That's not the picture that people have of a big time funny car driver. You're supposed to be out partying and and throwing stuff back and and having a grand time. You tell me, you went home and went to bed?
11: No, we just uh, we just came back from dinner at uh, about and a half an hour, forty five minutes ago. And I told my wife, I said, "You better set the alarm because I don't. <laughs> if I fall asleep, I don't want to forget." I was still awake, though. Were you proud?
6: Yes.
4: See, <laughs> yeah. uh, I know, Tim, but once in a while when you when you eat that big meal, sometimes you got to go and take a nap. That happens when you keep waking up in the morning, you know what I mean? That's just
11: it. So, yeah, that's what I mean. You know what's going on there now. I, we, uh, we were very happy today, though. You're right about that. It was a great day.
3: Well, Tim, isn't this considered your home track?
11: Yeah, I would say so. It's as close as I get, 90 miles from home.
3: 90 miles. Okay. Because I know in the past you've had pretty big parties at this place.
11: Yeah, we had 700 people here yesterday. Um, oh. Dick Levi, yeah, I mean, he he buys a ticket for anybody that works for him. Anybody that wants to come, he pays for it. And uh, he's got 550 employees. So, you know, by the time you figure half of them come with their kids or a wife or somebody, before long, he got 700.
4: So, Tim Wilkerson, the Funny Car winner in St. Louis this weekend, what's happened to... Funny Car, where you have you and Densham in the top eight, and Ashley Force is uh, challenging for the, you, you had to take the top of the points lead away from her. What's going on in Funny Car?
11: Well, it's just, uh, that class has been tough, you know, for a number of years, and it's just tougher and tougher now. I mean, we've, uh, our car was running better at the end of last year. We were doing real well, and and it's just kind of carried over, really, to tell you the truth, and you know Ashley's going to win her share. There's no doubt about that. She's a uh, She's got a great crew behind her, and she's doing a terrific job driving. And, and of course, she's got uh, the king of all kings, John Force. So, you know, what are you going to say about that?
2: king in it, of all kings, John Force. NHRA, ain't the funny though. car winner from St. Louis. Tim Wilkerson joins us here in the Speed Freaks pitch. And you talk about the king of all kings, John Force. You talk about the Schumachers in racing. You're, you've got, it's, I still consider it a single car team, but you're kind of running underneath the snake roof to a degree. Is that right?
11: Well, I tell you what we've done is we uh, snake. Snake had an opportunity this year. Uh, that had well, not an opportunity, I guess. It was almost a requirement by an HRA. He had to have two cars to put his circus up. You know, it's, he's got a really cool tent and a really cool U.S. smokeless display deal. And they wouldn't allow him to put it up with one car. They said, hey, you t- you're n- I know you're the snake and I know you're a legend, but you're taking up too much room. <laughs> I couldn't believe they did that to the guy. Unbelievable. But, but that. that is actually what went on. and, and and I think they were going to grandfather him in and let him out of it, but uh, him being the guy that he is, he said, "Well, if I need two cars, and by God, I'll uh, I'll find somebody to team up with that I think needs a little help, and that'll be the way it is." And uh, God bless him, he picked us, and it's uh, worked out really well. Um, we uh, he allows us to use any equipment he has, and he allows me to talk to his crew chief so if I if I need any help, and uh, he's uh, offered us some parts off his funny car from last year. And all of it has went really well for us, to tell you the truth. And, Tim,
3: let's be honest. He also allows you and the guys to come up in that nice snake lounge and get some cocktails if you've had a really good day, right?
11: (laughs) He has fed our happy asses on a couple of Saturday nights, I can tell you that.
4: So, (laughs) Tim it's Wilkerson worked,
11: worked really well. So, yeah, he's uh, he's he's definitely, I told people this at the beginning of the year when we were running well then, they, that was the first thing out of their mouths, you know, and I, I told them, I said, I don't really think that it had anything to do with our performance early, but I can guarantee it will make us a better car at the end of the year.
4: So, Tim Wilkerson, mm-hmm. how long was that line, and did you get the number one spot to stand in that line to work with Snake?
11: Uh, no, I tell you what, they actually called me. Uh, Donnie Bender and I have been friends for, for a few years, uh, back from the Dick LeHaye days and, uh, and you know, just, it just really worked out well. I've, I've always talked to Don because I was never a threat to him. You know, he's a dragster guy and I was a funny car guy. And quite frankly, they're boys and girls. They, they, you can't look at them the same. You can't, they, they're just not it. You know, you gotta, all we can really talk is motors. We don't talk anything but that. And, uh, it, it's really worked out well, and, and Don suggested to Snake, "Hey, you know, why don't we call Tim? He's a guy that could use the help. And if we're going to help somebody, why don't we why don't we help somebody that can use it?"
4: Did you think that so they were joking when you picked up the phone? And said it's a snake calling.
11: No, I really didn't. I, I, Donnie called me um, and and kind of briefed me on what was going on. And he, I mean, he asked me the same thing. He said, "You know, you, you have nothing to gain from this." and we need the help but we think we got some stuff to offer you and Snake's Snake's willing to he's willing to talk to you and if you're interested why don't we do it and it was really cool really i i, I tell you what i tell you it does a lot for the guys cuz no matter what you think snake is uh, he's a cool legend and he comes over and congratulates the guys and tell them, tells them how cool they all are. And mm-hmm. and uh, it goes a long way to their morale.
2: Tim Wilkerson, NHRA, funny car winner from St. Louis, joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pitch. And we're talking about him joining up with Don the Snake Perdome, the legend in drag racing. And you just said something that kind of caught my ear, how... They said, "Tim, there's nothing in this for you." That's like saying the guitar player from Lincoln Park gets a phone call from Jimmy Page of Led Zeppelin and says, "There's nothing in this for you, but you can play with Jimmy Page on stage."
11: Well, you know what I mean. I mean, they're uh, they're, they're just they're normal folks, just like me. I mean, they they just realized that they needed they needed the assistance, and they knew that I could use any assistance. You know, I mean, I I'm a, I'm a guy that doesn't have any. Uh, I don't have the blower dynos. I don't have the clutch dynos. So. And believe me, I've been wearing that thing out. I bet they're about sick of seeing me. They're going to change the lock on the door. But <laughs> it's, uh, I'm trying to make them proud. And and uh, and Odon, Don, uh, like I said, he he helps me out.
4: That's very very cool. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, you may have to become an F1 uh, fan though if you're going to be working with. True. And you got to you got to cheer for Rusty. Whatever Rusty Wallace does, <laughs> you have to cheer for him. And you got to learn how to play golf. Those are the three things you got to do if you're going to be. Working with Snake, you got to be Woo-hoo! an F one fan. You got to cheer for Rusty Wallace, and you got to play golf.
11: I uh, I could probably do all that. That don't bother me. I I I don't think I could beat the ball around very fast, but I'll I can sure uh, I can sure pretend like I could anyway. I don't know, Snake
4: hey. likes to party though, so you may <laughs> you may not be able to go to have a big steak dinner and go home and go to bed. That may not yeah. work either.
11: I'm not much of a drinker. You guys know that, but I, I I do I can't eat. I can that's something I can do and see the results.
2: Aww. Yeah, I, I've seen those results oh, Can you go on a freaking diet Next time you come in the Freak Nation <laughs> I'm
11: thinking about it yeah.
2: And that diet will, will be brought, brought to your Happy ass by Mopar, you bastard
11: Yeah, <laughs> well close me Don't you, John You're it <laughs> You're defending me. Believe believe it or not, I drive Chevrolets, but I got a 70 Trans Am Challenger in my garage. Nice.
2: There you go. go. (laughs) Man, we, we couldn't be happier for you, Wilkerson, and thank you for coming to Freak Nation, buddy. Look forward to getting you back in here, man.
11: I appreciate it, you guys. You know, we we got to make sure we say something about Dick Levi and Levi Rand Shop. I tell you what, we wouldn't be nothing about those guys' money. They do it all for us. So, thanks a lot. They
3: thanks. have been loyal supporters of yeah, his for so absolutely. long. That's a very good point, Tim.
11: Yeah, I mean, eight years they've been on my car, and that's a pretty long run sponsorship this day and age. And the last two years, I couldn't hit my ass with both hands, so... You know, when when they stood behind me, that that says a lot about their integrity.
2: It does, with the size of that ass you've got. Oh, would you That's stop a, it? Well,
11: my arms are just short. That's the thing. <laughs>
2: God. See you, Wilk.
11: Okay, love you guys.
2: All right, See man. You. You Tim later. Wilkerson, NHRA Funny Car winner. That's true. Blue. Damn, it's been a while since we had him in yeah, here. Yeah, we gotta we gotta find some more
4: time for yes. him because he's
2: yeah he's cool people.
4: That's yes, good. All is.
2: right, when we continue, it's the official freaking review of Grand Theft Auto Four. From the freaking official critique Meister, mountain. It's coming up next. Speed freak spits. This freaking segment is brought to you by Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. Try one out today at your local Dixie Chopper dealer. To find the closest dealer to you, go to DixieChopper.com. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of Speed Freaks. You're listening to Speed
0: Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefine.
2: $4 gas making your life
4: miserable? Certainly giving me the blues, but the freaks are coming to your rescue. We're offering free replays of Speed Freaks broadcasts available on demand, 24-7 from iTunes. Subscribe at iTunes or SpeedFreaks.tv. You'll be notified whenever there's new audio or video on the Jags media page. Then go to iTunes and download away. Think about that. The next time you pump in that $4 If you don't believe it, go to speedfreaks.tv. It's all there. Where else can you get free stuff these days?
2: Hey, Speed Freaks, it's Kenny Sargent. You got some tranny problems? Well, then go get yourself some Lucas Oil Transmission Fix. It's non-solvent, stops slip hesitation, and rough shifting in worn transmissions and completely eliminates most seal leaks. It lowers operating temperatures, stops foaming, and you can use Lucas Oil Transmission Fix in any transmission for preventative maintenance. You can also use Lucas Oil Transmission Fix in light-duty manual transmissions to increase shifting ease and transmission life. Shoot by your favorite auto parts dealer and pick up some Lucas Oil Transmission Fix today.
11: Freak Nation, this is Rico Elmore, founder and CEO, or better yet, pimp for fathead sunglasses. You have a problem buying sunglasses that fit? Well, we got the answer. Fathead sunglasses make special glasses to fit your fat head. Big brains, whatever you want to call it. Your head's too big, we can fit it. We also have a regular size for that guy with, well... Not such a big hit. Fathead sunglasses. That's fatheadswithaz.com. Fathead sunglasses, the official sunglasses of the Freak Nation.
1: This isn't some other beer. This isn't a Bach, an ale, a stout, or a pale. This isn't a cherry wheat or a berry wheat, and it doesn't taste like chocolate. This isn't some trendy microbrew. This is the perfect balance of flavor and refreshment. This is Budweiser. This is the great American lager. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. This freaking segment is brought to you by
0: Lucas Oil. From oil stabilizer to fuel treatment to synthetic oils for all makes and models, Lucas Oil has the products to meet your needs. Log on to lucasoil.com now. Lucas Oil, the official lube of Speed Freaks. (laughs) you. <laughs>
4: America's overall drift king is Sam Hubinette, a two-time Formula Drift champion and the all-time record holder at 16 event wins, and he's done it all with Mopar. The crazy Swede, now an American citizen, was born a snowball throw from the Arctic Circle. Drifting was second nature because the country was covered in snow eight months of the year. For Sam, drifting remains second nature, and he only knows one way to do it: a lot of speed, a lot of smoke, just go all or nothing. Sam and his new forms team spent more than a year developing the big blue Dodge Charger, but while they're building his new Dodge Challenger, he's back in familiar territory until further notice.
9: We're running the Viper, we've been so successful that so we want to kind of continue that success and stay
4: solid the Viper. Sam finished second at the Formula Drift season opener in Long Beach, who is he's on his way to getting back the championship. He appears to win every two years. Sam and Mopar, the Drift Kings.
6: This, this is the Mopar. This is the Remember, Steve's
5: performance is by Mopar.
2: You got Crash Gladys, Statman Carruthers. I'm Kenny Sargent. Check out the website speedfreaks.tv.
3: And the MySpace page, MySpace.com, backslash Speed Freaks Radio and TV.
2: Missed any of the show? Go to the website, the JEGS Audio Video Page, the JEGS Media page is what we call it. Download the show. Go to iTunes. You can download it to your iPod. Prostitutes call for ban for Grand Theft Auto. That's two years ago for Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Now, there's some nastiness out there already for Grand Theft Auto 4. Doesn't matter. We got Mountain in here with the official Grand Theft Auto 4 review. Mountain, you've been a gamer for, geez, 25 years, even though you're 26. Right. No, that's about right. Right. That's about right. Now, Grand Theft Auto, what did they – say this week they predicted that they were going to sell out of the gate? What have out, you heard? Out of the gate, they said they said a pretty big number. They
12: said 5, 6 million units. Right. But um, It'll take a while to get that, but I have no doubt that they'll end up selling that many.
2: Now, you went and purchased Grand Theft Auto through a hookup, right? right?
12: Right, because without pre-orders, it's still tough to walk into a store and get it right now.
2: But Statman made a good point. Don't... don't don't they don't they send out four or five million?
12: They do, but drops? The, the demand the demand is so high. I mean, you have you have people that don't normally buy games buying this game simply because of word of mouth and they see the T V ads and their friends are all playing it and it's just it's just a hot thing to do right now. Even so,
4: though it's not Christmas time or gift buying time, people are still standing in line to buy this thing.
12: It went, it's GTA time. It's like Christmas for a lot of people.
4: GTA time. <laughs> that's,
12: that's right. A, that's
4: a new. That's a new season. That Hallmark GTA cards. That's
2: yeah. right. Hey, Cinco the GTA parts. man. GTA to Cinco. GTA <laughs> to Mayo. That's right. <laughs> Sean Mountain, the official gamer Mountain, as we like to call him. Prostitutes were pissed off at Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Now Chicago Transit bans GTA Four ads. And. What? MP calls for a ban on Grand Theft Auto 4. What the hell is MP? What the hell is that? Independent MP Gordon Copeland today. Oh, this is in New Zealand. They want to ban it in New yeah, Zealand. Yeah, yeah, they want to ban it in New Zealand. Why do they want to ban Grand Theft Auto, Mountain?
12: Um, Because of the content, you know. I mean, you always mention the prostitutes and the violence and stuff first, <laughs> but that's not necessarily – I mean, that's part of the game, but it's not yeah. – Essentially, the core game. You well, know, no, wait a minute. You told me that you got to kill people to advance,
4: so it's got to be the you, core.
12: You, you. You do for missions, but uh, just for people on the street, you don't necessarily have to take them out. It's just it's just open to the player's style if they And you have know fun, what?
3: There's an age limit on the game. You have to be yep. 18 to get it. So yep. if somebody is younger that's playing it, <laughs> again, it's the parents' fault.
6: It's
4: up to the parents to get their games. And so I, I be, actually, before we get too far down the road here, you're a gaming expert. Is this a game that you could buy and have fun with?
12: Oh, yeah, de- most definitely. Even though I've played all the other versions, it's it's still, they did so much more with this one. They really made it a living world.
2: But you're a big fan of playing this on the Xbox.
12: Oh, yeah, the Xbox 360 is the way to go, especially since uh, I've heard that other versions have some mandatory installs you have to do. Yeah, the PS mu-
3: isn't as great.
12: Yeah, you have to install some stuff first, and then I've heard some multiplayer lockups that people can't actually get online with it. And it's but not
3: on Xbox. Not
2: on Xbox. has been smooth as silk. From with I've with Xbox, yeah. what are some of the su- subtleties or what are some of the keys that you're seeing on their mountain?
12: Um, I mean, and the multiplayer is great on Xbox Live. It's just the, the infrastructure they have with all the servers just works wonders. They have exclusive Microsoft content coming in fall 2008 for Xbox yeah. yeah, yeah. so all the people who will finish the game by then will be able to get maybe new missions or new new land
4: to explore, new cars. So when you kill, when you kill people, the blood might splash on you. <laughs> oh, no, it already does
3: that. It, it yeah. already does that. Yeah, it does. It, it is does. amazing. The, from what I've seen so far, it's absolutely amazing.
12: Yeah, I mean, they just did a really good job with the Living World stuff. You can get into a cab ride and ride around for 20 minutes and have the cabbie do a full-on conversation with you. I mean, you can go see a show and it's Ricky Gervais or Cat Williams doing stand-up. And then do a 10-minute speech. Cat Williams? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's in there. Oh, wow. Select your own radio stations. Oh, the radio stations are awesome. All the different radio stations with real DJs. Iggy Pops, one of the DJs on there. There's a bunch of DJs on each
2: station.
3: I think they definitely need a Speed Freak station for the GTA Cinco.
2: But as as you heard the Mountain say, all on this on Xbox. If you really want to test it out, Xbox. Xbox
12: 360 is the way to go.
2: That's Mountain, the official freaking review. Grand Theft Auto. Get it now if you freaking can, damn it. That's Crash Gladys over there. Statman's over there. Inara. Triple F. Thank you, Wheels. Eric Skidmark, thank you. Mountain, thank you. Remember to shoot the juice to the moose to Statman. Cut it loose. See ya. This freaking segment is brought to you by Mopar. More than just the original equipment supplier of parts and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles, Mopar is an attitude, a culture, a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world. Mopar, the official performance of Speed Freaks.
0: You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined.